back, baby. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, rock and roll. Welcome to Jay's Rock and Roll Stories. I'm your host, Jay. What are we going to do today? Today, we are going to talk about the New York Dolls. The New York Dolls, baby. Wow, what a story. Uh, geez, where, where to begin? Well, begin in the beginning, right? Um, geez, like, all of these guys are... All of these guys are, are, or most of the guys are, are immigrants. Sylvain Sylvain comes from Egypt. Billy Murcia, the original drummer, comes from Colombia. And Johnny Thunders, um, his, his parents were immigrants from Italy. Anyway, uh, Johnny Thunders is like a really, like as a kid, he's like a really, really good baseball player. And he's even scouted by um, by the Philadelphia Phillies, and they come to check him out. But uh, I guess at at the time, um, the like if you're going to be scouted, they they want your father to be involved or something. They, it's like a, this this thing that they have or whatever. And, and Johnny Thunders doesn't really have much of a father at that time, so nope. They're like, ah, we passed. Anyway, so fine, we'll keep him in rock and roll. We don't need need him in baseball. So. Um, Johnny Thunders is is like really really into fashion. Like as as growing up, like teenager in, in his in his twenties, he's like really really good looking guy. Um, Sylvain and Billy, like um, they all these guys are really into fashion. All, all they're all really into looking good, looking awesome. Um, they they open up like like clothes shops. Um, they travel to Europe to buy stuff and bring it back. Um, uh Johnny Johnny Thunders would would wear like he would buy stuff at women's uh uh shops and have his mom and his his girlfriend Janice tailor it. He he would wear these crazy like this is all before New York dolls. This is just them growing up and stuff. He would be wearing like green velvet suits, you know. Um so this is 1970 71 like 69 70 71 and all these guys they're really into fashion, really into rock and roll. Um, they're all going to, to see shows and stuff. I mean, and it all could, they all, they see each other. Like they're like, Oh, Oh, here's that one guy again. They would see Johnny thunders. And now, now we're, now we nod at each other. Like, Oh, I see you. I see you. And I'm, so they just kind of all came together. Just, just, you know, the like similar fashion sense that they were starting to wear the bell bottom shoes before anybody else did. Um, Johnny Thunders is like really into like Mick, um, Keith Richards. Like he, there's a place where all the rock and roll, like uh, the Fillmore. They they all go to the Fillmore to see the shows when all the British bands come. Uh, the Yardbirds, uh, the Stones. Johnny Thunders is like kind of like an emulating this sort of uh, Keith Richards thing. He plays bass. Eventually, they switch him over to guitar because he's not really a bass player. Anyway, so it all kind of gels together. They all, they, they, they kind of just, you know, it's, it's a small world when it, it, me and you and the other guy are the only guys wearing the uh, platform shoes, you know. I guess, like, we're supposed to hang out together. Anyway, so they, they get together, and um, they get a practice space, and uh, they, well, I guess one of their first shows is they're just playing for rent money, you know, because no one really wants to get a fucking job, so we'll charge everyone to get in. There's a guy in the back. We're going to play in the kitchen back here. You can buy your drugs from this guy. You can buy your sex from this chick over here. And, that, and that's how they funded it. Um, they also had another show. Uh, when, like this, is, this is the very beginning. 
they they had a show at uh like um like a, a gay bathhouse where they, they set up you know and uh and they they're they're playing but there's there's it's like well how come no one's watching us like oh the, well they're they're getting they're busy they're busy in their little cubicle sucking and fucking doing whatever they want so that was kind of funny um so they started having um a frequency at Tuesday nights at this uh art center and um it's kind of like this is where people would uh go to see and be seen like it was like people wearing crazy drag stuff or dresses and just going all out so it's kind of like this is 71 70 71 this is after like okay before the new york band was velvet underground and now now there's no like new york band right now because velvet underground split up so this is like this is going to be the new velvet uh, this is going to be the new 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 york band the new york dolls and how the how the Velvet Underground were sort of like introverted, dark, mysterious. This is going to be the opposite. We're going to be out. We're going to be in your fucking face. We're going to be all over the place. Um, it's it's wild. So these Tuesday night shows are, are just like parties. Crazy, crazy, crazy parties. And now even famous people are coming to see them um, play live. Um, Alice Cooper, Bette Midler... Uh, Andy Warhol, they're coming to to see this new crazy band, and um, even Alice Cooper's manager wants to sign them. But they were kind of like, oh, that's kind of fishy. They they were thinking he wants to sign them because they're a threat to Alice Cooper, so they'd sign them and then just shelve you guys. Like, no, no. So they no, not interested. Anyway, so um, they're getting kind of popular. Um, they there's one night when um, they're at the. Max's Kansas City, which was very famous because that's where the Velvet Underground would play. Now it's kind of like the New York Dolls has taken over. But there's one night where um, some girl starts yelling at, at, at Billy, who's sitting at the back table. Like there's this area where it's the table. Like if, if you are the band, you take this table. And some girl is like yelling at Billy, you faggot. You like saying all this fucked up shit. And he freaks out and tosses the table and throws a, a giant bowl of salad in her face, and um, the band gets the band gets barred because the and then Billy and uh, Sylvain got caught smoking cocaine in the bathroom. Like, no, they don't do that in the bathroom, so they get barred from that place. But at this point, David Johansson is the the main member in the band that really takes into this like dressing up like as as a woman like he he gets into it and and, and the other guys in the band are like are, are you are you gay like it's no problem but i mean we don't care but you know you 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 should be honest like you don't want to fuck with people if, if you're like putting on a thing is it a show or is it real but he never says but he but everyone's enjoying their time but david johansson really gets into it and this is what he likes to do and he does a lot of flirting and hugging and kissing and with like you know audience audience members and stuff but um there's one night where uh, uh on tuesday because that's when that's their night at the, at the art center where the show gets completely um interrupted by this group of uh lesbian and gay anti-transvestite groups saying that so this is a group of gays and lesbians saying that uh, transvestites are scumbags and they're outside 
uh, not, not not letting people in to see the New York doll. So that, that show gets gets cut there. So in walks Marty Thau. This guy, Marty, or the mighty, mighty Thau. Marty, Marty Thau is a big record producer guy. He um, was responsible for some famous uh, singles, uh, Yummy, 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 um, Green Tambourine. Um, he also was successful with selling Van Morrison's um, Astral Weeks and Moondance to Paramount Records. So he's, he's, a, he's a name guy. He's a big, big guy. Anyway, he goes to see the dolls just by happen to see like a flyer. He goes with his wife to see them and he's blown away. He's like, it's loud. It's in your face. Uh, it's, he says to the guys, he's like, the, I don't even, I don't know if I've saw the best band ever or the worst band ever, but this is great. He's like, it's out of tune, but it's still, it's, there's something about it. People are dancing. It's a, uh, and it's loud, fast rock. They're playing like old rock and roll songs. Like, and um, so they meet together. He, he wants to talk with the band and he signs the New York Dolls and um, he's working with these two other guys, David Krebs and um, Leber. His last name is Leber, where they sign the New York Dolls and Aerosmith at the exact same time. And it's kind of like... The, they have kind of like a, a dollar bet saying like, okay, these two bands, we're, gonna, we're, we're fully behind them. We're going to give them two years. Whatever band is, is, is not as productive, we're pulling the plug after two years. So they record a handful of songs, uh, a couple originals. Well, I think their original was uh, I'm Just Looking for a Kiss, but other songs were just like oldies. Um, just like rock and roll oldies and this this recording was simply just for reference not this was not supposed to be released or anything but it was just like for them to hear it and get an idea what the, where they want to go one song that they they covered was a song called pills by uh, bo diddley it's a cover so at the time bo diddley was was touring and they got word that he's he's in town playing and they went to go see him play uh, go see him play live so they're in the audience. They're all dressed up as the, as the, the, the drag dress that they're doing. And in between songs, they call out, Pills, Pills. Like they want to hear him play the song Pills. And he looks over and he shakes his head like, what, what are you talking about? No. So every time, every time there's a break between songs, they yell out, Pills. Bodilly looks at him, shake his head. What? What is the problem? So he stops the song and he, he says, Bo Diddley says to the entire audience, he's like, hey, these these guys over here are looking for drugs. If anybody has any, give them to these guys right here. <laughs> I, so they're like, oh, maybe he maybe he forgot about the song Pills. Like he completely forgot that was his song. But I guess it was kind of cool because after they left, he, Bo Diddley, started reintroducing that song into his set, Pills. So they get the band to sign contracts and they get really screwed. It's just like everything goes to uh the the record company like um all like the the writers publishing stuff like everything it's like they it's like one of those things where you don't know what you don't know and they, they just got screwed anyway so they got a shitty contract and um they decide to have the band they want to see how the audience reacts outside of the city let's go into like the boroughs 
So they go play at this uh, place called Mr. D's, which is, um, it's like outside of the city uh, in, in Long Island. Um, and it was like culture shock for the band because they're used to playing the more like artsy uh, art areas, the Soho stuff, the Andy Warhol kind of crowd. But now they, they're, this Mr. D's place is, is owned by some mafia guy and every like guys are in jeans with mustaches. There's like a, they get there, there's like a, a band on that's wrapping up their set. They're doing Black Sabbath covers. So anyway, so they start playing and right away quickly the the audience separates all the all of the ladies all the girls and the women go up to the front of the stage to watch the band and all the guys go in the back it's every it's like a line drawn and then all of a sudden the guys that are there watch the band they start fighting and there's like fist fist fights going on in the audience the band stops We're like what the hell's going on um Sylvain goes to the to the kitchen to get a bottle of, of wine. Uh, Billy, the Colombian uh, drummer, stands up and he starts like cussing out the, the audience. Hey, you guys are assholes. Why are you doing this? Uh, then the manager of the club comes and beats the crap out of Billy and, and uh, out of Sylvain and they get thrown out. And the band are saying to each other, it's your fault. No, it's your fault. It was a disaster. Complete disaster. And we're going to take a break right here. This is part one. Stay tuned for part two. Rock and roll.